Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Numbers 7. Offerings of the Leaders. Now on the day that Moses had finished setting up the tabernacle, he anointed it and consecrated it with all its furnishings and the altar and all its utensils. He anointed them and consecrated them also. Then the leaders of Israel, the heads of their father's households, made an offering. They were the leaders of the tribes. They were the ones who were over the numbered men. When they brought their offering before the Lord, six covered carts and 12 oxen, a cart for every two of the leaders and an ox for each one. Then they presented them before the tabernacle. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, accept these things from them that they may be used in the service of the tent of meeting and you shall give them to the Levites, to each man according to his service. So Moses took the carts of the oxen and gave them to the Levites. Two carts and four oxen he gave to the sons of Gershon according to their service and four carts and eight oxen he gave to the sons of Merari according to their service, under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But he did not give any to the sons of Kohath, because theirs was the service of the holy objects which they carried on the shoulder. The leaders offered the dedication offering for the altar when it was anointed, so the leaders offered their offering before the altar. Then the Lord said to Moses, Let them present their offering one leader each day for the dedication of the altar. Now the one who presented his offering on the first day was Nashon, the son of Aminadab of the tribe of Judah. And his offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, 
one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Nashon, the son of Aminadab. On the second day, Nathanael, the son of Zuar, leader of Issachar, presented an offering. He presented as his offering one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Nethanel, the son of Zuar. On the third day, it was Eliab, the son of Helon, leader of the sons of Zebulun. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Eliab, the son of Helon. On the fourth day, it was Eleazar, the son of Shadur, leader of the sons of Reuben. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Eleazar, the son of Shadur. On the fifth day, it was Shalumiel, the son of Zerishadai, leader of the children of Simeon. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Shalumiel, the son of Zerishadai. On the sixth day, it was Eliasaph, the son of Duel, leader of the sons of Gad. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Eliasaph, the son of Duel. In the seventh day, it was Elishama, the son of Amiud, leader of the sons of Ephraim. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Elishama, the son of Amahud. In the eighth day, it was Gamaliel, the son of Pedazur, leader of the sons of Manasseh. 
His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Padazur, on the ninth day, it was Abidan, the son of Gibeoni, leader of the sons of Benjamin. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, Two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Abidan, the son of Gibeonai. On the tenth day, it was Aizer, the son of Amishadai, leader of the sons of Dan. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Aizer, the son of Amishadai. On the 11th day, it was Pajiel, the son of Okran, leader of the sons of Asher. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Pajiel, the son of Okron. On the twelfth day, it was Ahira, the son of Enan, leader of the sons of Naphtali. His offering was one silver dish whose weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold pan of 10 shekels full of incense, one bull, one ram, one male lamb, one year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male lambs, one year old. This was the offering of Herat, the son of Enan. This was the dedication offering for the altar from the leaders of Israel when it was anointed. Twelve silver dishes, twelve silver bowls, twelve gold pans, each silver dish weighing 130 shekels and each bowl 70. All the silver of the utensils was 2,400 shekels according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The 12 gold pans full of incense weighing 10 shekels apiece, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the pans, 120 shekels. All the oxen for the burnt offering, 12 bulls. All the rams, 12. The male lambs, one year old, with the grain offering, 12. And the male goats for a sin offering, 12. And all the oxen for the sacrifice of peace offerings, 24 bulls. All the rams, 60. The male goats, 60. The male lambs, one year old, 60. This was the dedication offering for the altar after it was anointed. Now, when Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with him, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubim. So he spoke to him.
I've heard some people when they talk about Christianity and Judaism, they they uh, really try to push the point because they're trying to uh, cram a specific ideology down our throat. But they try to use these examples, this and also the example given in the book of Acts when they talk about that they sold what they owned and they shared and everything that they had. They try to push that Christianity and Judaism is socialist, that they don't support capitalism. And this is one of those examples that is used, and I'll, I'll just point out that every single one of the families brought the exact same amount, and they took from what they had throughout the family. Everyone gave to present this offering. So, in nowhere in there does it say they gave everything they had. They still had their own outside of what they gave up as an offering. Same thing in the New Testament when uh, Jesus was talking about if you have two coats, give one away. He doesn't say give them both away. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about replacing poverty with poverty. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about everyone having the exact same. You can see in numbers, they divide up the families who have different responsibilities and then they are also given differently to their responsibilities. That is not socialism. But on a lighter note, it's good to know that when um, another wonderful phrasing that I hear people say, and I just love it, it stuck with me, but it's that God cannot, or God will never order something that he can't write the check for. God owns everything. These are just the offerings that were brought to the tent of meeting and it's to be utilized it's them it's given to God for the sacrifices but also given to the Levites who are put in charge of taking care of the tabernacle so God had a need and he already knew the people would provide because he's the one who ultimately provides to them so when God gives to us he gives to us with the purpose of uh, giving to others as well as keeping for ourselves. He blesses us with what we need. He blesses us uh, covering what it is that we desire. That doesn't mean worldly desires. That doesn't mean that if I desire a Porsche, that God's going to provide for it. But what it does mean is this. If I desire a Porsche, God's going to provide the means for me to go get it. But I've still got to go and do it. But he doesn't have any issue with me having a Porsche. As long as I'm trusted with little and I'm taking care of that and giving and passing that on, he will give more. And no, I am not alluding to the completely mistaught prosperity gospel. I'm saying that if God gives and I can live off of 80 or even learn how to live off of 70% of what God's provided, 
or whatever percentage that I'm able to live within. And if I'm able to still give that 10, 10% tithing back to the church, and if I'm still able to give whenever God calls me to do so, he's going to give more. But if I've also saved and set aside, that's up to me. If I want to buy a million dollar home with it, just because other people are not doing a good job of stewarding what's been given to them does not mean that people who have been good stewards should be judged and looked at as, as um, evil. If I've saved up the money to be able to buy the moon, that's fine. There's nothing in the Bible that says that I can't. That's a wonderful thing celebrating the fact that I was good with what was given to me. So, Father, thank you for your provision. Thank you that you have such order and you have um, everything at your disposal. And I'm so thankful that you give to us. You give us the opportunity to be stewards of what you've given us so that we can, in turn, use that to further the kingdom, to bless other people, and to spread your love. Father, I ask that, as you promised... When we're trusted with little, more will be given. And that just means that more will also be given out. Thank you for your love and your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word. And, uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.